Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to today's episode, everyone. My name is Bobo and I am your host and I'm with the beautiful Flex. It is me. Hello, everyone. And I am your resident optimistic nihilist, reminding you every day of your mortality and the urgency to get your titty sucked and live your best life. And Flex is here as... The person who's encouraging you to facilitate your own nut, do your Googles, and be better than you were yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) That is absolutely the summary, the slogan, and the mantra of this podcast. Incel culture... Welcome to today's episode. We're going to be talking about incel culture. We'll be talking about black pill, red pill. Um, we briefly talked, we talked quite a bit about toxic masculinity in our last episode. So today we're going to be taking a an even bigger look into the effects of toxic masculinity, male entitlement, and the manifestation of incel culture. This is going to be a spicy episode. Um trigger warning for anyone who might be triggered about violence topics about violence or sexual assault i think we'll get into that so trigger warning love yourself if you can't listen to this because it's just too triggering for you we still love you but if you can then let's continue so let's actually give a proper definition of what an incel is (laughs) before we dive into (laughs) how this culture came to be should I Um, do that flex do you wanna yeah (laughs) I'm the definitions girl I love it Um, I know right (laughs) so incel stands for involuntary celibate incel and they're basically Mm. members of like online subcultures but they exist in real life as well who define themselves as men who are unable to find like romantic or sexual partners um therefore involuntary celibate so that is like Mm. the foundation of what we're talking about today um they're usually regarded as men who like are deemed to be maybe physically unattractive or you know just don't align with what society deems to be attractive and therefore they now have this affliction so there's a lot to discuss and like the amount of research I've tried to do on this fucking video, but the more you read the video podcast, the more it's, you research, yeah. the more you find. So what I found really, really helpful was watching rabbit hole. ContraPointer's video. She had a lot of great points in which I'm going to take them out and bring them in here in case you guys don't want to mm. go watch YouTube. I know you were funny about that sometimes. And so <laughs> under the incel umbrella, there are different types of celibates involuntary yeah. that exist. So there's the height cell, those who think that they can't get um, sex or romance because they're too short, my short kings. Uh, mental cell, Screaming. men who suffer with mental disabilities who feel as though that's the reason why they can't find a partner. Drug cells, people who are current or former addicts who feel as though that's the reason why they can't find a partner. Wrist cells, which I think is really interesting, men who have small wrists and think that... <laughs> 
wrists smaller than men with girthy dicks. So they feel as though that's the reason why they're seen as, you know, inferior. I don't know. I'm screaming. Then there are also um, uh, black cells, race cells and curry cells so these are people who, i wanted to go into that yeah people who presume that the reason why they can't find a romantic p- partner is because they're of a certain racial demographic uh black or um indian they're those distinct three categories which i think is super interesting um yeah. and then there's a hope cell who is aware of his potential inferiority to the attractive man but has hope that he may be able to transcend his in in cell status and find a partner. Woo. Interesting. I think what's also interesting to note before we dive into this episode is that incel culture was actually, or the term incel was actually coined by a woman. So this entire culture that has now turned into what it is was actually started by a woman by the name of Alana um, in the 1990s. So this was quite a while back where she just created a website to talk about her sexual inactivity and just hoped that um, she called it her Alana's involuntarily involuntary celibate project. Um, and she just wanted it to just be a resource for other women like her, not even just other women, for other people like her who are involuntarily celibate, who just need guidance and support in finding romantic love and finding sexual partners. And as the movement went along, men started getting into it and it took a different turn. And I I also just want to talk about, because there were a lot of questions about, is there such a thing as women incels are there queer incels and the answer is yes the difference is that they are not murdering people um but yeah so once men joined the incel movement that's when it took its turn and it's currently now dominated by white cis men who feel entitled to sex and also resent women for not giving it to them Question really to you, Bobo. Mm. Before you yeah. had done all this research on incels and incel culture, can you let me know, and I'll do the same, what were yeah. your perceptions on incels? You know what's funny? I, and this is my ignorance, I had only actually heard of incels from my boyfriend after watching the movie Joker. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had heard of what happened in Canada last year, but I didn't. it didn't clock to me that I knew that it was related to a guy who was resentful towards women because of his inability to have sex and to date. But I didn't clock that there was a larger community of men who felt this way and were resentful towards women. But my first um, reaction was, well, that's absurd that something as banal as rejection could spur into literal murder and violence it, it's also like contradictory there's something contradictory about how you're mad because of your entitlement towards women but at the same time you believe women are irredeemable for not giving you what you expect from them so in a lot of ways incels incel culture just perpetuates itself so not yeah. only is it dumb it's also not surprising but also just, yeah, that's how I feel. How did you feel? The way I viewed it was um, mm. those who do identify as being incels often, like, okay, in my head I was like, okay, if you think you're an incel, 
involuntary celibate person and then join this community, you almost become mm. a voluntary celibate person because this community perpetuates <laughs> these <laughs> ideas yeah. that, you know, before you couldn't just get a woman, but you still you still found them desirable. You exactly. still you still feel as though you know want a nut in them and all that good stuff. But then there's this superiority complex that comes when people are like deep down incels like now it's all of a sudden women are this and you're calling them femoids and you're devoiding them of like human characteristics yeah and you hate them but you still like it's just it's so odd to me so when i was watching these videos about insults like you do realize that the problems you think (laughs) you have um about not being able to acquire a romantic partner are happening because you identify so strongly as an incel not because literally you think you're unattractive because for all intents and purposes, most of these, not most, a, 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 a fair amount of these incels would be considered attractive to somebody somewhere. Exactly. And it's almost and that's what as I though, mean. yeah, it's almost as though they've catastrophized, you know, a bit of rejection is, okay, well, like, no woman likes me and so I'm never going to be with women and so I've found my support group. These are my people. Women are fucked. Fuck women. But also I want to fuck one, but now I'm better than them. Like, it's just like, it's so confused and so convoluted yeah. and because there's so many different degrees of incel-dom. And it's just like, there isn't, I guess, um, similar to some of the critiques people have about feminism, how there's not one, there may be a core definition, but there's not one yeah. core practice. And so it yeah. can feel a bit convoluted. Like, what are your intentions? What are you expecting? How are people meant to respond to you? all of the above it gets really confusing because for all intents and purposes we probably know a few incels i didn't even know incels loved women like there are incels (laughs) out there who are like oh no but i love i love my mom i love my sister i love my female best friend so what is it and like do you not see how you being an incel perpetuates your incelness like that's what i mean by it's such a contra it's such a paradox but also i think um you posted this in our Facebook group. You posted a video of a guy who was being interviewed by a bunch of anonymous women. Um, the man a guy who women. identifies as an incel. Yeah. And I don't know. I They could have picked a better incel. Yeah. Because he just <laughs> wasn't, hear us? wasn't online. <laughs> he wasn't on point. Okay. No, so literally. <laughs> basically, the video was called, I'm an incel, ask me anything. Mm. And essentially it featured, you know, this incel in a room divided by a red curtain. And on the other side, people from the street were able to come in and ask this incel any question about his culture. I guess it's a culture. Um, yeah. And his movement. I think it's a movement. A movement. Yes. And yeah. it's on Jubilee in case anybody wants to watch it. I do recommend it just so you can understand that there are so many contradictions even within the one person's ideology. Um, And so you can imagine within the whole movement, there are a ton of contradictions. But basically people were asking him, you know, what do you think an incel is? What miscommunications or misconceptions do you think there are about inceldom? You know, um, what's your relationship towards your mother? Do you have any women you love? And Mm. I personally found that, like Bobo said, he wasn't really the greatest advocate for incel culture whatever incel move whatever for inselling um because he was clearly he was clearly young like very very young and not that being young has anything to do with informed views but in his instance i would assume that his involuntary celibate status is due to the fact that he's quite young and inexperienced and hasn't really had the like the breadth to meet and engage with very many women 
or let's say like your interaction with women has been mostly high school that's a tough time for most people I'd probably hate most men if that was like (laughs) if that was my if I was using high school as um my benchmark for that but it was really interesting as we're watching that video he was saying that he wants people to understand that incels aren't all bad people and that they're they're capable of loving and, and that a lot of incels don't actually want to be incels. And of course you would think that given the involuntary celibate name, but like mm. I said before, it seems as though a lot of incels take pride in the fact that they no, no longer need women yeah. because they associate, you know, uh, sex with this inherent need to want to fuck and that's below them. And now they're above it and they've got other things going on. They're busy. Well, yeah, that's the state of delusion that they live in. But what I think, okay, hot take. I think that incel culture is less about women and more about needing to be a part of a community. I think that especially because so much of male identity is rooted in sex and domination of women, I think that when you struggle with that area of life, you feel like you don't belong to any sector of masculinity. And so it's really less about women are trash and more about I don't feel like I belong anywhere in society. And so I feel like for the most part, a lot of these guys are just clinging on to this ideology because what else do they have to cling on to? And so I think that incel... Um, this incel movement is a substitute for what religion is for a lot of like young men. I think in the past, a lot of young men would just be like, you know what? It's ungodly to be pursuing women anyway and to be like to have so much of my identity rooted in sex and it's blasphemous and it's a sin. So I'm, you know, I'm God's child and you could justify that with religion. But now that society has so much has become so much less religion, where else can they go for a sense of community and belonging and a way to justify their lack of sex, you know? It's tricky. I and my the last point is one that's been interesting to me is that very few people talk about their entry point into insulin, and mm. I almost think that if you spent as much time trying to theorize why you weren't attracting women, then taking these groups' ideologies and investing all your time into justifying how they fit into your lifestyle, you would sooner be rooting. Like no, li- yeah, no. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, come on, surely yeah. by now. Um, and I was googling, you know, what happens when you know in these incel forums when you know perhaps people like us might you know infiltrate and pose as an incel and might tell these incels like, hey, you are actually quite attractive and you could be with the women if you wanted to. They just get shut down. So it's almost as though yeah. they they're finding so much security with identifying. That yeah. to identify as anything it's, but an insult contradicts what they've said so far. And how do you... So it's just like, I might as well. Yeah. How do you do, like disintegrate from a society or a community like that without, you know, future problems? It's yeah. very tricky. What I also think doesn't serve them is that they view men and women in these really rigid boxes. And so yes. like... You know, like for women, there's like Becky's and there are Stacey's. There are 
Becky, it's funny that they're called Becky Valentine. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so get ready. So Beckys are these like mousy, normy girls, messy barn, bookworm, backpack, denim jeans, singlet, cardigan, ballet flat, wearers who, you know, for all intents and purposes should be attracted to these incels, but you know, they're not. So not necessarily seen as sexual objects, but the more mm. um, approachable woman. And then you have the Stacys who are sex symbols, big tits, fat ass, small waist, good hair you know, natural curves that they could get anyone they want, so on and so forth, which for all intents and purposes, most of us don't fit into any of those categories. Yeah. And there are only two. So that rules most of us out, yet we're at the brunt of incel hate. And then for (laughs) men, there are chads, which are, you know, the men with the perfect bone structure, the, you know, the hectic jaw, the strong nose, the nice forehead, big shoulders, nice forearms, like just GQ nice fucking head. That's interesting. Yeah, the forehead is a big one actually. Um, and Why? GQ styles, and then virgins, which are the incels. Who, <laughs> like, do you see how this just like this doesn't map out the world? And so but even no, go on. Even their um their hierarchy of men, like it's Chad's and then Chad Light and then yeah. Normies and then inside like sis. I just find that their fixation on appearance is really, really interesting. And I think that the reason it manifests itself as incel culture is because women, we have so many spaces to express our frustration um of like not fitting into societal beauty standards you know we have body positivity movements we have all of these movement movements that are consoling for those of us who don't fit the stereotypical what is considered beautiful this is true i don't feel like men have spaces to express their frustrations of not being beautiful they're just expected to just man up be a man about it you're not idris elba it is what it is Mm. whereas i just feel like women because we have and we hold space for each other Mm. to not be beautiful Mm. and like we validate each other in whatever way that we look like men don't have those spaces so of course it's going to manifest in violence because anything that's repressed will never disappear it will always manifest itself some way in some form you made a good point in a a couple episodes you did i think maybe it was the beauty standards one in which that Mm. you know women are constantly validated whether or not you fit into you know society's norms of beauty somebody will validate you for what you look like or what you do and on the flip side even attractive men aren't validated for their attraction like you see a hot guy you want to neg him because you're kind of like now we need to bring him down a few notches and you see a guy that might not be your type you're not spending your time validating him it's not happening so yeah. obviously we can understand why the result of the lack of validation, lack of recognition, lack of nurturing, lack of flirting, lack of sexual, I guess, lack of sexual anything is going yeah. to leave these men to catastrophize and assume that they are beyond, like, they're just not worthy of any love at all when it's not even Literally. that deep. It's the eroticism gap. Mm. Um, and it's why I called myself a philanthropist because, and I, I said what I said, I stand by what I said. I'm a flirt and I just enjoy flirting. And I consider that my form of philanthropy to the world because the more we close that eroticism gap, the less mass shootings we have, 
the less terrorism that we'll have because women are validated sexually way too much. Men are not validated sexually nearly enough. And for men, for women, that results in frustration. For men, it results in it results in violence. Which isn't to say that like incel culture is our fault. Of course, this no. is not our problem. But it's just the result of the way things are, <laughs> yeah. simply put. And it's also really interesting because the eroticism gap is a product of the patriarchy. Period. And I think something that men don't realize is that the patriarchy doesn't just, it's not just a detriment for women. It's also a really big detriment for men. Do you, do you think that you know any incels? Ooh, that's such a good question. Because I was thinking about how when we talk about sexual literacy, there's this presumption that men should know sex and should be and are having sex and should be aware of the different types of sex. Just a lot of like, I think we give men the benefit of the doubt that there is a literacy they have that they don't. And so do you Mm. think that pressure as well, almost um, incel dumb feels like a nice safe cocoon because outside of this subgroup you are forced to acknowledge that you are seen to be having sex that you're not having and that's embarrassing so now let's just reclaim that in this cute little subgroup and you know rag on women absolutely i think fully where else where are the spaces that men will go to learn or to lean on each other to be like fam I don't know how to eat pussy. Like, I don't know. You know, I don't know how to ask a girl. Like, where do I go on a date? Mm. You know? It's, I would imagine, like, (laughs) you would feel so conflicted being like, I just want to nut in someone. Like, it's all I want because I can't have it. I've got to carry all this hatred in me. Like, I don't want to be mad anymore. I don't want to be angry. But look at how easy it is for us women to hold space for each other, you can just join the Bobo and Flex Facebook group. <laughs> post easily happens every day. Be like, fam, I have first date anxiety. I don't know what to mm. do. Can any of you guys give me tips? I don't think men are having those by and large. I don't think men are having those conversations. I think my boyfriend is the first guy that I've met who has healthy friendships where they like talk about their emotions where him and his friends hold space for each other. Outside of that, I just, I don't see it. So I also just don't think, I don't think that I know enough men personally to know if I know an incel. But what do you think? Do you think you know any incels? No, I mean, the men I know are quite sexually promiscuous. Yeah. So, you know. And which inf- which informs my which informs my like understanding of like men in relation to sex as well. Yeah. Like I've ne- I don't really think I've been around very men or been close friends with men who were finding it difficult to find a sexual partner, and that informs why I think that men naturally have a sexual literacy that a lot of them don't. Because like and for real, like mm. if we're going to be candid and and like a bit like crass. There are a ton of men that I would deem to be like sexually unattractive who are in relationships. I'm not talking like, oh, he's just mm. not my type. I'm talking like, to me, physically unattractive who are in thriving relationships. So to me, I just thought like everybody is somebody's type, even if you're like butt ugly, to be frank. Yeah. So the idea yeah. that they have strayed this far to the other end to be like, I 
have had no sexual intimacy so much so that now i'm involuntary <laughs> that i'm going to self-destruct yeah but look so incel culture is created by a woman mm. and it started off as a group of women and look at how like sexual frustration and i get that gender is a spectrum but even as i talk about this binary like i'm still conceptualizing gender as a spectrum but look at the difference between how sexual frustration manifested itself in women versus how it manifested itself with men so alana was like i'm an involuntary celibate um i'm struggling in this area of my life and this frustration manifested itself externally it, it, it manifested itself in i'm going to create a forum a community of people mm. where we can hold space for each other and figure out how to navigate this space i think that toxic masculinity manifests itself externally in women and in men it manifests itself internally so with women we go outward and we we extend ourselves outward to hold space for each other to build and find communities whereas with men they self-destruct because masculinity doesn't allow an extension of self like it doesn't allow for you to be vulnerable enough to even admit that you have a problem. So the only thing left for you to do is to self-destruct. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. If I'm sexually frustrated as a man, I can't go to my boys. I can't go to, I can't create a community because that level of vulnerability. It contradicts what you're expected to do as well. So you're taking double the risk yeah. for potentially no reward. Exactly. So I, I just feel like, the only way for men's frustrations to reveal themselves inside a patriarchal system is self-destruction. It can only be violent. Like, it can only be just because of how masculinity is defined. It's defined by dominance. It's defined by assertion. It's defined by aggression. It's defined by violence. It's not nurturing. It's not communal. It's very individualistic. Like, I think that incel culture is really just the material manifestation of how we have defined what it means to be a man in 2019. And we as society, not women? Or Yeah, we right. as society. Right. Understood. Us as society. Absolutely. <laughs> I was like, for a second there, I was like, oh, blah, 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 blah. It's, this is one of the most interesting things that I've researched in a little while because mm. for me, I presume that incel culture was such an extreme niche. Yeah. <laughs> like I thought it was a very loud group Meanwhile. of <laughs> like a, a very loud but small portion of the internet. And it's just not. Mm. And it's interesting how uh, like uh, incel culture traits bleed over into like men's rights activism and you know yeah. those fucking pickup artists and these different ways in which men want to assert themselves um in romantic dynamics to reclaim some of the power they think that women took from them yeah and it's like yeah i didn't i didn't do that to you baby <laughs> like baby i didn't do that um but it's but you know why it's because like we've all heard that phrase like when you've been in a position of privilege for so long, equality feels like oppression. Yeah. So now, yep. I mean, women have been experiencing rejection and more for centuries. But why have we never killed people? Because we're we're accustomed to being 
second-class citizens. Now that men are experiencing a fraction of what it feels like to be a woman, they're murdering people. Speak on it! Are you mad? <laughs> like, do you Listen. know what? It's like that same, with all this privilege that you've been allotted, because it's no, That's- it's not lost to me that most of these out and proud incels are white cis hetero men with all this innate privilege (laughs) aside from your personal lived experience that you should be able to carry and manifest now you gotta do all this the way you want to sit into oppression so 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 badly to the point that in Mm -hmm. which someone tells you that you are deemed attractive in some way that they would want to fuck you and it's no no, 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 no. No, I must not murder all of you. If that was the case, I would have fucked already. So no. So what is it? Do you want to fuck or do you want to alienate the women that will fuck you? They want to feel oppressed so bad. I don't know. You know what it is? It's not even that they want to feel oppressed so bad. It's that they need a way to justify their shortcomings. And what better way than to create a community of people who are all, who all have the same flaw and you can put the blame on women. You know what I mean? Like, how can you be a white, straight, cis, hetero man? All that privilege. Mm. You can't make enough money to get sex. You can't find a woman. You can't, All that privilege, you can't do the, the one thing that you're built to do. How else would you justify that? if not putting the blame on women. And this is and why, that's why I, they're so mad. I can sympathize. You're just big mad. Yeah, I can sympathize with the race cells because like, <laughs> yeah. there is a lot of, there really is rarely any inherent privilege with being somebody of, you know, being a person of color. They're like, where is the privilege yeah. going to... Where is it? Yeah, so... But on int- that same, like in that same vein, have you ever thought about why are all the mass shooters white men? Like, black people have been treated like literal vermin since the beginning of time. But have we done a mass shooting? Mm. I'd like to know. So, what is it? What Like, well, what's happening there? I was thinking about this <laughs> because somebody in um, the thread on the Facebook group asked. And mm. I was like, maybe there are just, like, more white people in the world. And so, statistically, like, they're doing more shootings. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. That's not it. Oops. <laughs> not at all me, nope. me hypothesizing mm. clack 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 maybe it's because Can population size depicts no um <laughs> like you've been to ghana it's mm-hmm. predominantly black yep are there mass shootings no every just day? just church and voodoo <laughs> nah, but um <laughs> it's just people minding their business like literally so as i was googling this because i wanted to know the answer similar to like you know are there any alternate incels are there queer incels are black of course there are but that brought me to the black pill and the red pill theory and so mm. the those are like the two Let's get into the it. two main dogmas of incel dumb incel culture whichever way you want to refer to it um and that will kind of because we don't want to paint all incels with one brush stroke and segmenting them by which incel they are doesn't really give us any insight into what they believe then Mm. these two dogmas will give you some clearer indications of yeah why they're struggling so if you encounter a black pill incel they mostly think that the sexual market value is genetic and that you come into the world and your sexual value is assigned to you and you can't escape that or shape that in any other way so if you are born into a society that deems that short fat men are the beauty standard then if you are born tall and wiry then it's out for you and you just need to take your place as a permanent virgin 
Black people also believe that that there's no escape from incel culture. Like you are, you are a yeah. virgin now. You're going to be a virgin later. There is no hope. There is no anticipation for the future. How you are now and the hopelessness you feel now is going to carry on through the rest of your life. They also do think that they're not going to have any sex or any relationships that are without sex. So no romantic relationships. And most of them have placed a lot of value, um, and a lot of happiness in that idea. And knowing that they can't have that means that they will inherently be unhappy forever. If happiness is derived from your human connections and your human connections that are most important or most fulfilling are going to be sexual or romantic and you can't have that, therefore you'll be unhappy forever. And so ContraPoints made a really good point that if you feel as though happiness isn't your portion and you can't beat them, then you will eventually feel this disdain towards people who do feel that and want to seek out yeah. revenge in some way, Yeah, which feels like it makes a lot of sense. And like we mentioned yeah. before, if you are of a... Um, you know, quote unquote privileged group and you were revered as being privileged, then imagine feeling as those people are assigning all this privilege to you, but you feel hopeless. And you can't you access fucked, your privilege. You, yeah, you can't access it. Then of course you're going to be mad. Not that we're justifying mm. shootings. There are other ways to deal with anger. But yeah. So when you... But it makes sense. Yeah. But I also feel like if you are a black pill incel, there's just a lot of catastrophizing that's happened and how they've connected these dots in a really linear way. So, you know... um, I've been rejected and so um, women don't find me attractive, which means all women will find me attractive, which means I'll never be in love, I'll never have sex, I'll never get married, I'll never do this, my life is over. Like I feel like they've created such linear steps for dissatisfaction that if they Mm -hmm. had allowed enough space, and not that I know what it's like to feel rejection on that scale but perhaps if they someone had intervened or if they'd experienced a little win far earlier in their sexual um, maturity, then it wouldn't be all of this. And I feel like that's why when you are able to interview or talk to these mass shooters, the justification for why they're doing it is lost on them. What are you so unhappy about? You can't even say. Because at this point, the logic or like if someone was coming at you with with a rational logic, logic it'd be too much. Because you don't want to hear rational wow. logic. You want your sadness or your pain or your uh, your dissatisfaction to be justified. Yeah. It's really, really, really heavy. There's also just like a lack of accountability, emotional maturity. So I, when I like try to put myself in an incel shoes, I would much sooner just try to get plastic surgery than to murder women. Isn't that an easier option? Mm. What? Spe- like, if you say that all of your woes are... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Wrapped up in your ugliness, would you not try to become more beautiful? There are a group of incels doing that, like going under the knife and getting extreme surgeries to look like chads. So, but I feel like the barriers to doing that are far harder than sitting online on a forum and sinking Facts. into your your hopelessness. 
Because I I think we need to also remember that those incels that are... Those incels that identify as being hope cells, those ones who feel as though they can, you know, <laughs> rise above inceldom and find a wife, they aren't regarded as very high-ranking incel members. You know what I mean? Like, they're looked mm. down upon. They're shunned. Yeah. And so if you're going to take that journey... You have to do it alone in a lot of ways. You won't get a lot of support and you are risking being, um, I guess, ostracized from your community to do so. That and yeah. like the the fiscal investment, the emotional investment, the physical investment, yeah. even if you change your face, you still have no game. <laughs> so literally and only honestly, like plastic surgery can only do so much. Come you know? on. Come on. So like, there's mm. no amount of surgery that Trump could get to look better. You tried it. And I also think that there would be innate dysmorphia after if you were an insult who's identified as one for so long, you've really sat into this idea that you are unattractive and not worthy of love or romance. And then you get surgery. Yeah. I don't think that's going to erase some of those internal feelings and you will be very dysmorphic in your practice. Or you not you will, Ooh. but you could be. Like while Ooh, your face facts. may say you're a Chad in your mind, you are a fucking virgin normie. Wow. And that is another consideration as well. And where is the aftercare? Like, I, uh, is, cause like you, one could argue that if you are like deep in incel culture, then there must, there could be like, um, like, what am I saying? Like it goes to dogma and then it gets to extremism and then it can get to this irrational point where you're not thinking rationally. And so if you're going to t- get surgery, the work you need to do to like un- rewire your brain yeah. That could be clinical. Where is the aftercare for these incels who are having surgery? They're not telling their doctors this shit. Like they're not. So no. there's a lot to be considered that probably isn't. It's super. Hectic. I mean, what do you think is the best way to go about dealing with these people? Because canceling them isn't going to work. No, we Shaming can't cancel incels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I honestly think that, like. For the most part, I feel like it's a community that thrives online. And for us to penetrate those communities and try and rehabilitate is just really silly. Um, it's it's not worthwhile. I think it's quite dangerous as well. I'm presumptuous that they don't enjoy the life that they're living. It may be involuntary, yeah. but I do think quite a few take pride in identifying so heavily with something. Very many yeah. of us can't do that. Um, and alternatively, if we were to be engaging with incels in real life, I don't think that there is a lot of safety in admitting that. You know, like even in that environment, in that Jubilee video mm. where he was sitting behind a curtain, there was still hesitation from both sides to acknowledge that yeah. or to speak freely on 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 what what this guy was going through. And I don't even think he had the room or the bandwidth to think freely about why he was an incel and what his motivations are. You know, like his, like his justification got a little bit religious and then it got a little bit conservative and a little bit traditional. And it's like, what, like where are your, where is this coming from? It's where all too much. Um, so I do remember, no, I do remember like after watching the video, actually feeling bad for him. Oh yeah. You know, like by the end of the video, I'm like, this nigga just needs a hug. Mm-hmm. But it was like a really, like, I felt like, um like a maternal sympathy for him. Yeah. Because like, this is just a guy who hasn't been hugged enough yeah. throughout his life. I'm like, it's, and that's I wanted to just be like, baby, it's not that deep, but to not invalidate Literally. his experience. And it's so interesting. Cause we were talking about that video afterwards and we had made some funny remarks as though. Like he just needs to like change his outfit, take a head, like, Literally, you know, if he cut his hair, like do whatever. Um, <laughs> 
which to us seems so simple and I guess it would be a simple solution because it takes just a haircut to change a man's appearance. We've seen this, like, have you seen this before and after haircut videos on Instagram? These things, it's witchcraft. But then I I came across a term called chad-splaining. It's like mansplaining, but from a universally attractive men, or I guess a woman can chad-splain, in which you give these incels advice on like how to be better why don't you just go out why don't you get your hair cut why don't you just do this but they don't want to listen because they probably feel as though they've tried those things and it hasn't worked and we can argue or you know theorize on like what trying looks like and how hard you need to try to stop but there is this resistance to improvement because had it been this easy, they would have done what needed to be done to not be in that position. Yeah. Because it's involuntary. So it seems like there's also an attachment to pain. Yeah. That's happening here. It's like the, the familiarity of your pain is so much more comfortable than the liberation that you seek that you'd rather just marinate in your own pain. And we've we've talked about how a lot of people root their identity in suffering and trauma. You know, it's an easy way to seek, yeah, to seek your identity, to build community. It happens in so many more subgroups than just this insult one. So I can understand very much so how once you're in, it's hard to get out. And I, I can imagine similar to, like I mentioned before, equating feminism to inceldom is like a false equivalency. So don't think I'm trying to compare them as like apples and apples, but yeah, in the same way that when you heavily identify as a feminist, it leaves you very, as Bobo said, leaves you very little room to like show nuance in your ideas. That's the way I'm sure it'd be for incels. Like you just got to identify with the whole thing, top to bottom, the whole thing or not, or not. And that's tricky. So everyone's like, well, I'll do the whole thing. Like, I'll figure it out. I'll figure out why I feel like I'm yeah. superior to women, but I love my mom and I have, like, it's it's very tricky. This, there must be so much, like, psychological cognitive dissonance happening mm. with these incel people. She said incel people. <laughs> As opposed to just incels. <laughs> incel people. I feel like I need to humanize them. Like, I yeah. feel like, you know... It's really crazy. And then I guess we can talk about the red pill theory, which is the opposing dogma to the black pill theory in incel culture. Um, And Mm. the red pill theory is probably the one that's a little bit more like consumable and marketable to newer incels, I can imagine. Like that real, like, this is how you recruit, I would imagine. I'm not an incel, I don't know. Yeah. Um, But the red pill theory essentially says that... um, the reason why you are an insult is because women are inherently hypergamous and hypergamy means that women seek relationships above their own social status or attractiveness or worth. So women want to date ideally aspirationally. You would prefer a protector. Somebody's probably more attractive than you or attractive generally someone with money, with security who can offer you more than you currently have. And I know personally, I mirror that view in a lot. Like I don't want to date somebody that I feel as though I'm, coming into the relationship and not going to gain anything exactly yeah i don't want to um yeah i'm not this is not charity work for me like i'm trying to find yeah my i'm trying to date up in some capacity be more emotionally intelligent than i am be smarter than i am be more whatever and so when i read that i thought damn well you it'd it be like that though you know it'd be like life that. is tricky life is tough and so yeah so incels so um contra points also made this a really good point in that video if you 
haven't seen it, probably do see it. It'll give you and if if you're interested in this topic, go watch it. Um, but yeah. she says that basically incels believe that if the world was just and fair, that if a man who was a five out of ten um, wanted to date, he should easily be able to, to date a fellow five out of ten. Simple, like fives date fives, sixes <laughs> date sixes, sevens date sevens. That's the most fair and just way to do it. Presuming that the population is divided fairly into all of those territories or whatever. What's ironic for me is that clearly they're not looking to date their equals. <laughs> they're clearly not looking to Literally. date their equals. They, want, <laughs> they barely can humanize. They literally see women as objects to be conquered and consumed. Femoids. So, And this is similar to what I was saying in our previous episode where women's desires driven by admiration and women's and men's desire driven by the desire for domination these men don't even see women as people we're literally mere objects for them to consume and then they come up with these contradictory theories that well i'm a five and therefore i'm entitled to a five no you're not looking for a five no. just say what you want with your chest <laughs> you're not looking for a five say you want to fuck a ten. you're looking for someone to validate your your very fragile masculinity say it with your chest and by that concept if you think that you're a five and you should date a five then you need more variations of women than just beckys and stacys yeah because becky isn't always just a five or a six it could be a 10 becky it could be a five stacy anyway literally so there's just so much contradiction yeah with everything about incel culture well, anything about it most blows dogma, my mind. <laughs> really yeah no literally <laughs> Just I also find what's people. interesting is that a lot of it is rooted in delusion. There's this, and I guess as a society, we've been conditioned to think that beauty, beauty is the promise of happiness. And it, it's no coincidence to me that all of incel culture is rooted in the feeling of being ugly. Mm. And the solution is this beauty. I remember having a friend who literally would cry because she felt like she didn't have a big ass and she felt like as a black girl like not having a big ass is the end of the world and she didn't have enough money to get a brazilian butt lift and literally she would cry like it was the end of her world and i would always wonder like what do you think having a big ass is gonna do for you like you know your life won't change just from having a big ass Mm -hmm. like did you know There's a false sense of happiness that we attach to beauty that doesn't exist, but that consumerism has sold us. It's like one of the biggest myths of capitalism is to convince us that at the other side of beauty is all the things that we've ever desired, which for women is prosperity and for men is sex because all men are driven by their libidos. I thought you were going to say labia and I was like... Um, but yeah, that is a tricky one. I do think delusion, yes, but just pure confirmation bias. Like a lot of what I'm discovering with incel dogma is that they're just, it's almost like they're searching, um, or trying to interpret or favor or recall information in a way that affirms what they already believe. So like, Mm. because you believe because you're ugly that women don't like you when that mustn't be the case. It's your bad attitude. And the fact that you think that women are inferior (laughs) is the reason why women don't want to fuck you. (laughs) Like, 
It also kills me because if you look at the average hetero couple, the girl always looks like Rihanna and the guy looks like Shrek. Shut up. So if like how can you look at the world and you look at the state of hetero couples and think that your ugliness is what's deterring you mm. when the world is confirming otherwise? Oof. Just look at couples everywhere. Jay-Z is dating Beyonce. Can you not see? You can thrive and be ugly. Like, it's okay. Where are the money cells? Like, the incels who think that the reason why... Yeah, they don't have relationships because they're broke. Oh, that's every guy. That's a big (laughs) one. The vast majority of men believe that women are all gold diggers and the reason they're single is because they're broke. But it's like, actually, it's because you're a dusty-ass nigger with no personality who thinks that you're entitled to women's bodies. Like, have you considered that's why you're broke? Bloop. <laughs> but back to the red pill theory, because we, we dropped off. So, yeah, we said the red pill theory yeah. is that women are hypergamous. They want to date up. They want to date aspirationally. That's what they want to do. Um, mm. And that if an insult is a five, he should be able to, in theory, date, fuck, marry, you know, romance, woo, a fellow five. But because yeah. women want to date up, the system is ruined. And for this reason, women are, for this reason, sorry, women are now just fuckable. They're not worthy of love because they're liars. Um, and feminist women are the worst because they justify, <laughs> they're given additional power in these dynamics, yeah. which they shouldn't have to begin with. And that power creates a further imbalance where now women think they are entitled or, or worthy of dating up or that they have inherent value and are placing themselves higher up on the scale because of things like mm. intelligence or worth or whatever. Um, tea. So, that is tea. Um, ContraPoint also had this thing called, I don't know if she, where she found this information, but I heard it in her video, that um, there's this 80-20 rule, is the idea that only the top 20% of men will ever be desired by women based on this idea that women only want to date up. So if, or every five oh women wants to date an eight, nine, or ten, and every five man wants to date, I don't know, whoever they can date, then what's everybody under a seven doing? Fiending for the top. I just, <laughs> I just, like, all you have to do is just, like, exist. Like, just go outside and you know that they're wrong. Like, that's <laughs> all you have to do. Like, women date bum niggas all the time. Yeah, period. All women do is settle. That is the trend. How can you be... <laughs> but with that in mind there is this theory that women want chads but what happens is they'll fuck chads all their life because we have access to that we can fuck aspirationally when it comes to settling down it's hard to snatch a chad because everybody wants chad so you'll you'll like fuck a you'll marry a normie you'll be in that relationship and then realize that you're not sexually satisfied because you're not inherently attracted to them and then you'll want to leave yeah. divorce them take their money be rich and then go fuck more chads I said what I just I just I think there's so much of a scarcity philosophy that all genders are approaching romance with women will say they want Chad and then meet someone who's half of Chad and be like okay I guess you will do yeah and in the same vein men will say they want the love of their lives and then complain that they can't get anyone because they've assumed that what's getting in their way of getting a woman is the fact that they're broke. So I'm South African and what I've noticed, I'm from Joburg specifically, 
What I've noticed in Joburg is that the men there like are really quite paranoid about money. There's this like paranoia that because class is a big thing, obviously because like our democracy is so new, so there's a lot of new money. And I find that there's a lot of paranoia when it comes to men who assume that every woman they meet is just looking to steal their money and run. Mm. And then their entire dating lives just become self-fulfilling prophecies because they'll insist up and down that they're looking for a wholesome, beautiful, intelligent, spiritual woman. And then every woman they meet, they just assume is a gold-digging whore who's just out for their money. Because of your paranoia you've kicked yourself out the game and really all dating is is just knowing your audience Mm. so these people don't know their audience to begin with and so of course you're playing a losing game to be like what do you mean and i i feel like on the topic of incel of incels i just think incel culture has been happening in south africa long before the world even exists the word even existed we've had a femicide happening do you know the death rate of women in south africa like every four hours a woman is murdered at the hands of a man and it's usually by their husbands it's usually by their lovers it's usually by a guy who wanted to fuck but he couldn't. It's usually because a guy got rejected and now he's going to stab you. It's not generally like strangers. Mm. It's usually men who are big mad because they were entitled to something that was never theirs to begin with. Mm. So incel culture isn't a new thing. It's something that's been ingrained by men and the thing with like being in a position of privilege where you're not able to access your privilege is that it results in like a level of embarrassment that can only manifest in violence. Because if I'm embarrassed of who I am, I can't attack the person who is oppressing me into my place. I can only attack down. Like who's more worse off than a black man? The black woman. So that's where the violence is going to be directed mm. towards. Attack down. And I feel is like a it's the phrase. same. I feel like that is what's happening with incel culture. And you can see it with everything. Like South Africa also has a really big problem with xenophobia. Mm-hmm. And like while the xenophobic attacks are happening by a minority of people who are ignorant, their anger is misplaced. Like, These people are attacking people from other African countries because they think they're taking their jobs. When in reality, they should be attacking the white colonizers who have robbed them of their economic freedom. And it's the same thing that's happening with the femicides, with incel culture. We see it all the time where like violence is always misplaced and it always goes down. People never attack the people they oppress. Look at how people go online to defend billionaires Mm. as if that (laughs) during your 14 hour shift you're defending a billionaire as if you're not the reason they're not the reason you're broke like it just blows my mind i was also thinking how it's interesting about like you said mentioned earlier like women generally have a buffer between society's ideals for how they should act and how they really want to be so like society Mm. may tell you that you should be like stick thin whatever straight teeth and then you have people around you cushioning you from the blow of that you know what i mean you have people around you validating you and giving you recognition and in this instance i'm thinking Mm. okay if we're talking to a group of incels 
what is the best way to rehabilitate for lack of a better word or to prove to them that their dogma is false without just having to be like okay every girl fucking spread it let's prove a point because that's also not <laughs> yeah. that's also not going to be practical you know what i mean no not and then at how all. do you tell a whole group to eradicate their like character affirming beliefs in order to prove a point i mean i think it starts with dismantling all of the illusions that these systems are rooted in like Intel culture is rooted in the illusion that a women are all hypergamous, that feminists are just raging whores who are out to get you. It's rooted in the illusion that beauty is the promise to happiness. I just think it just starts with dismantling these systems that perpetuate all of this, which is capitalism. And also just like being loving and like kind towards them. You know, Mm. how do you feel? That all sounds like all nice in theory, but practical solutions. I mean, if we can't (laughs) even identify an incel in real life, I like, because similar to what you just said in the end of that video, the guy was like, I just wish that like, you know, I would want all the girls just be, you know, be kind to that guy in the back of the class who doesn't want to talk to anyone who's antisocial, like just take the time out to X, Y, Z. Where is this energy for everybody else? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, <laughs> I can't take extra time in the day to go <laughs> <laughs> to walk to the back of a bus <laughs> and go. Like, <to laughs> don't do that. <laughs> and go talk to a guy who I think is sad. Wait, but because why? He might Wait, be why can't you? <laughs> like, that's a lot of labor for like very. Like, I just feel like it's. It's all nice in theory, but, but it's like, not happening. And so all that labor prevented a mass shooting. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> it just seems like the same guy who's saying, don't paint all of us with one brush stroke and think that because there's been some rhetoric about us that it's true. Take the time, go and seek out somebody who might be an incel yeah. and subvert that stereotype. It's the same energy I want to tell him. Why don't you go to that one woman who you assume won't fuck you because you don't have a big enough forehead or a big enough chin <laughs> and go subvert that stereotype? But he's not going to do that. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like he's not. Okay, so then where do we go? So everybody has go? their chest up. Now all of a sudden, <laughs> it's not anybody's job. But the thing is, no, the difference it, about this situation but if it's not anyone's is job, then one of us is rooting and done. the other one is not rooting. And so the one who, the one who doesn't want to root, <laughs> like it's <laughs> at this point, just say you're voluntarily celibate. Because which part I'm of insult them brings them closer to fulfilling the goal of fucking or like having a romantic relationship well, that's the tea. which part of the practice every part of the practice I don't what i've seen so see far that. is just it, it like it it's it's like quicksand you sink further into it the longer you're in the community <laughs> like see but we know that but they don't like they're so stuck in their anger that they can't see that mm-hmm. and that's why we just need to like love them okay <laughs> <laughs> that's why you need to take your five minute okay you know what it is it's just like for me if a guy is like harassing me on the street i have two options i can either tell him to fuck off or i can just keep it pushing and just be like no thanks i'm good Mm -hmm. the reason i'm always just gonna be like no thanks i'm good is like a because i don't want to get shot in the face and b because 
if I respond with that level of vitriol, not only will I get shot in the face, but also like that nigga will probably, he's probably like one comment away, one rejection away from a mass shooting, which I know isn't my problem, but it's society's problem and I'm part of society. So like, it just, it is what it is. Like what else is there to do, but like extend ourselves for them? But then it's it's like one big charity show where it's like, just in case (laughs) this man potentially could shoot somebody, let me fuck him to prove a point that he is worthy of an orgasm. Like, I just... You're not fucking... No, okay. You're not doing anything to compromise yourself. Do you know what I mean? Like, you're always advocating yourself. But it's just like, how can I be kind to this person because... What if they're one comment away from becoming the Joker? Like, one comment away from whatever. I I also just feel like I assume everyone is holding on by a thread Mm. because society's mad. But that also might be because I live in New York and it's just a mad city. Yeah. So it's just like... But I think people become incels... What else is there to do? People become incels not because women aren't kind. It's because they're not sleeping with women so yeah for me the solution is isn't go talk to a sad man or one you presume to be sad it's that <laughs> go fuck one that you presume to be sad and that's not a worthy solution no that's not the solution either so you're not doing anything extra i'm saying like you're being as because you don't know a guy's an incel until he shut up at school like you know what i mean but assuming that everyone is going through some shit and is probably one comment away from losing their entire minds, you're just like continuing your stream of kindness. Absolutely. But I'm not talking about like what we can do for virtuous pats on the back to <laughs> ensure that our interaction with some man didn't cause a school shooting. <laughs> I'm talking about yeah. how do we minimize the numbers of those who, not that I care to, like it's it's not my personal project, but how do we minimize the numbers of those who identify as incels? If by nature, the average incel man who heavily identifies yeah. isn't interacting with women because there is both a disdain and then a intrinsic idea that women hate them or find them sexually repulsive. Mm. And so if we're generally just not interacting and the interactions we have oh. aren't going to be conducive to giving these incels what they usually want, then what is the solution? Like, how I mean, do you get out of this involuntary status? And, yeah, and then, I mean... It, sorry, go on. Yeah, no, 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 go on. And then my concern for those who stick... Who stick, who I choose to strongly identify as an incel for longer than... I don't know, who knows how long, might just move on to identifying as a voluntary celibate. And there are groups like um, MGTOW. What's that stand for again? Oh, Megtow. Stands for, yeah. Hold on, it's a Reddit thread. Men going their own way. It's an anti-feminist, mostly online community advocating for men to separate themselves from a society which they see as harmful to men, um, and to encourage them to abstain or to avoid uh, marriage and cohabitation with women. So, what is an involuntary thing which gives us the idea that okay, all you need to do is like hang out with girls and like sleep with them and like maybe whatever moves to this really like violent, volatile place where it's like, you know, anti-feminist and separate yourself from society and like, you know, um, uphold these really like, you know, harmful views in private. And, you know, that's dangerous. Yeah. That's when we get into school shooter territory as well. Yeah. That's very like black pill energy. 
Yeah. And so like, I mean, I think I think those changes have to happen on a societal level. Like it really just I think it's more of a shift in our way of thinking in society than it is like what can we as women do, you know? It's so tricky because when I it look is. between red pill and black pill dogma, I can see the validity in red, in red pill dogma because I would say the majority of women I know are hypergamous in some way, in, in the way they're able to be. They do want to date up. They do want to date aspirationally. And most women yeah, that I absolutely. engage with have a healthy sense of self-esteem. So if I'm yeah. if I'm engaging with a woman or like with, with a group of 20 women who all think that we are worthy and valuable, attractive, uh, successful, and we want to date up, we have now technically alienated a group of people who may be considered our whatever sexual equals intellectual equals or whatever because we're aspiring for higher you know so with that in mind there is an imbalance of options for either parties you know well it's also because and we've said this in previous episodes there's so many layers to this and all the layers reveal themselves the deeper we go into this conversation but with that imbalance is because men lean into mediocrity while women are constantly evolving. It's what we were Ooh, talking about in yeah. our episode about what is it, what's the point of being a better person, yeah. where we identify that women, by and large, are constantly self-developing themselves. Like, it's everyday self-development, whereas men continue to be mediocre. So... You can't lean into media into your mediocrity and then complain that you have like no one wants you, bitch. So there's so many layers. Like on one hand, men need to level up and acknowledge that you need to be accountable for the way that your life is as well. And on another hand, it's like all of society needs to level up and dismantle capitalism, dismantle the patriarchy, like dismantle all of these systems that perpetuate all the violence in the world and then it's also like on an individual level we just need to like make the small changes in the ways that we relate to each other there's just so many different things but it should all be rooted in love okay (laughs) (laughs) that's where i lost flex I don't have the energy or the capacity, but for those that do, please um, extend your helping hand to those incels in need. Um, I personally preference the race cells. I think that is, I can understand that struggle. Um, yeah, I feel that. But these wrist cells, the hope cells, height cells, like, look, crazy things have happened so let's like let's talk about it in the facebook group like what do you do if you know someone who is an incel and what do you think we as society should do to to solve this problem like what can we do if there is anything to do and maybe i also want to think on a micro level what would you do on a personal scale because i think there's a lot of rhetoric around what we can do as a great community when we're speaking about millions but on a personal yeah. scale what could you do and what would you do because really quickly if, we've got yeah, to finish up in like a minute but i was looking at this um this online survey that said that the majority of Australians think that there needs to be um, immediate action when it comes to climate change. But when asked how much money would they personally donate monthly to the <laughs> cause, it was like an abysmal number. So yeah. I, I think we need to start making distinctions between like what can be done hypothetically and then what would you physically do to ensure yeah. that this would change? 
Yeah. I mean, thanks for listening. If you're an insult listening, thank you for indulging <laughs> us. Let us into your Please life. Because reach out to us. I want more yeah. of an understanding from... Because I, being in Reddit threads, it's almost like already I don't relate to these people because geographically, yeah. lived live experience. But if you are like an incel in Sydney, Australia, you're out and about, hanging out, come chat. No, I'd love to. Yeah. Like not in a, like a, I'm just talking I'd virtually. Like give us some feedback or like debunk some things we've said because I don't want to yes. amalgamate the internet's experience as yours experience, your experience. Yeah, and if you know any incels, um, please let us know. I'd love to have some chats. This was fun. Um, Follow us on Twitter at Bobo and Flex, and let's continue this conversation. We also have a Facebook group where we have the most delicious conversations. So post in the group, follow us. It's all in the description box below. And we're also on Instagram at Bobo and Flex because all of our handles are Bobo and Flex. Support us on Patreon and we'll catch you in the next episode where we'll be talking about plastic surgery, which is very much related to this episode. So a lot of the themes that we touched on here we'll be discussing in our next episode about pretty privilege, about being the ugly friend, about navigating life inside your skin suit. And we'll catch you in the next one. Bye. Farewell. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs>